Good morning, Fellowship Asheville. No matter who you are or where you are, we really are a church for you. And today, if you're joining us, it is a perfect day to be your first day with us because you're going to get to hear uh, what we're calling Relaunch relaunch Sunday. Uh, what that means, relaunch means to, to reintroduce or restart. And, and as you know, COVID has changed uh, so many things in our world. Church is one of them. We haven't met together in person for six months. And there's two different ways you can look at that season. You can say, gosh, what can we not do? Or you can look at it and say, what is this an opportunity for us to do instead? What doors is God opening up uh, that haven't been opened before? And last week, you heard me go through the, the letter of 1 Peter looking at how uh, the message of the gospel stays the same, but ministry changes, right? We saw, we saw how Peter went from focusing primarily in Jerusalem to, to the Jewish uh, people there to, to, to now ministering to people all over the known world then. And then we talked about how the message stays the same, but the methods change. Peter went from preaching in person to uh, writing letters. And then we talked about how the message stays the same, and so do our mandates. And in the midst of those, I sprinkled in some, some things about what it looks like for us to relaunch church. Reopening the building for in-person services is a part of that. But here's why today is a great day for you to be here. Because you're not going to hear just from me. You're going to hear from all of our staff about what relaunching looks like in their specific ministry. And y'all, I'm really excited for you to hear their heart uh, for you to hear what God is doing in and through them and the area that He has given them responsibility over. It's going to be a great time. And first up is Amy. Hey, my name is Amy Hinch, and I'm the Connections Director here at Fellowship Asheville. My role involves equipping leaders to connect visitors to Fellowship Asheville and also connecting you to the community of Oakley, the city of Asheville, and the world for the purpose of life change. Part of this includes overseeing the building and all things safety. These are the two things I want to talk about right now through the lens of relaunch. So as Fred shared last week, on Thursday, September 24th, we will open the building for a limited, limited capacity in-person service. We will also begin a limited capacity in-person service on Sundays at 9, beginning on October 25th. A lot of prayers, plannings, and resources have gone into making these decisions. And before I get into all of that, I want to remind us, you, Fellowship Asheville, are the church, not the building. And just because we haven't been able to gather together in person in the same location, you've never stopped being the church. And I am so grateful for that. Our community is finding hope through the gospel. People from all over the world are connected to fellowship in ways they never have been before. The building we have is a resource from God, a great one that I am so thankful for and also excited to be open, able to open up again soon, both for Fellowship Asheville and the community. Before the pandemic, we had over 10 community organizations using the building. Just last Sunday, we were able to offer that option again to host our very first community group inside the building since March. We are and always will be a church focused on the community and the city around us, and we see our building as a resource for all of us. To make all of this happen, some of the things we've invested are, one, easy to clean chairs, two, eco-friendly and ultra-performing cleaning products, three, sanitizer, disposable mask, and touchless thermometers, four, 
needlepoint bipolar ionization units. This is our newest installed project, so let me touch on that a little bit. Needlepoint bipolar ionization units put ions into the air. These ions, they attach to particles such as the flu virus, cold virus, and you named it, COVID-19. These ions deactivate those viruses 99.4%, meaning we have as clean air as possible. These units are currently installed in our worship center, situation room, which is our main meeting room, and our student room. As funding allows, we will expand this project to other areas in the building, such as our Fellowship Kids environments. To learn more, or if you'd like to give, there's a link in the show notes and you can visit our website. So, What's it gonna look like coming back for in-person services, you might be wondering. Each week, you'll be required to register online to attend one of the services. This will help us limit our capacities and make it as safe as possible for everyone. And it also allows room for our guests who we're gonna plan for that might join us. Thursdays will be a filmed only service and we're gonna continue streaming those services online each Sunday. Because it's filmed, is for sixth grade and up only. Doors will open at 5, and they'll close right at 5.30 so we can get started. So guys, this means show up on time. The service will just include announcements and the message. Sundays are for open for all ages. Kids are welcome and encouraged to attend. Our Fellowship Kids Director, Carol, will tell us more about that in a minute. The service will include announcements, messages, and singing. We will start our Thursday evening service next Thursday with a capacity of 30, increasing that as we go. On Sundays, we'll start with a capacity of 50 and increase that as we go. Face coverings are required by everyone attending inside the building who's ages five and up. Our speakers, announcement team, and worship team members will take off their face coverings when they're on stage speaking, and then they'll put them back on. When you arrive, you're gonna enter in through the porch. There you'll have your temperature checked on your wrist. We'll ask you to sanitize your hands, and you're gonna be given a disposable mask if you're not wearing one. When entering the worship center, you'll grab a chair for yourself and determine where to sit based on how many people you're with that morning or that evening. We'll have designated color-coded spaces based on capacity. So for example, if you're coming with a friend, you and your friend will grab a chair and go to one of our smaller capacity designated spaces. If you're a family of seven, you'll grab a chair and go to one of our larger capacity designated spaces. Staff members and volunteers are here to help in any way that we can to ensure that everyone stays physically distanced and are able to find a seat. So when the service is over, we'll plan to dismiss designated areas one at a time to go out the front exit on the side door. Afterwards, a team will disinfect all the chairs and high touch areas throughout the whole building so that everything is clean and ready for our next group in the building. With all this, guys, though, we will continue to monitor local, state, and national guidelines as we determine to provide the safest environment possible for you to be inside our building. And that means we may push pause for a minute. Who knows? Carol's up next to talk about Fellowship Kids. Hi, my name is Carol King and I'm the Fellowship Kids Director. Our mission in Fellowship Kids is to partner with families to lead children into a growing relationship with Jesus. We realize how important church is to families and kids. Our children's ministry is a place where the gospel is shared in an age-appropriate way and friendships are made. When COVID hit, much like Big Church, we took our children's ministry online as well. In Fellowship Kids Elementary, we have Zoom parties on Sundays with crazy games, engaging Bible stories, and small group. Small groups have always been the heart of our ministry. Our small group leaders help kids think about how to apply God's Word, are praying for your kids, and are another adult in your child's life sharing the important message of Jesus. 
We continue to host drive-through events like family scavenger hunts. We had Kona ice truck here one afternoon. And coming up soon, we're gonna be heading to Justice Orchard for some fun on the farm. Events where families can have some free fun and where we can see our fellowship friends in person. We also offer at-home content for families in our weekly email and on our website with a Bible lesson on video and weekly devotionals. One story I'd like to share, there's a family who joined us shortly before we moved things online. This family has been a constant presence to our events and our Zoom parties. They mentioned how they feel so connected to Fellowship Asheville, even though we're not meeting in person. One of the parents is in the medical field and they shared how they most likely wouldn't be returning in person soon, but how thankful they are Fellowship Kids offers ways to disciple their children from their home. When we relaunch Sunday worship services, we realize not everyone will be ready to worship in person, and others will be more than ready. And both choices are great and ones we're committed to supporting our families with. We'll offer the same online ministry for those that wish to continue their Sunday experience from their home. And for those who plan on joining us in person, we'll first have kids with us in service but we'll continue to monitor and open Fellowship Kids as soon and as safely as possible. When we do decide to open, we'll announce those dates ahead of time and outline the steps we'll take for safety. In the meantime, we want you to know that Sunday worship service will be wiggle friendly. We've always been a church that values family and consider a kid a vital part of our church. Parents, if you're concerned about how to keep your kids not just busy, but engaged, we'll have ways to help. This time will provide a unique opportunity for kids to not only see how worship, how kids worship, how adults worship in service, but for us to be intentional with spiritual discipleship. Each week we'll offer activity trays with different ways to help kids interact with the message. I've had some families ask, how can they support us? Well, I have two ways that I would ask. Firstly, is to pray for us as we move forward, that we'd be sensitive to the Holy Spirit in all things. And the second would be, whether it's in person or online, to make church a priority for your family. Each week, we're gonna do some things your kids are absolutely gonna love, and some things they won't love, their kids. But what this time will surely provide in years to come is memories of how this time was spent and how meeting together as a church was an important part of that time. Lastly, if you'd like any information on Fellowship Kids, including how to join our Zoom parties or the latest on our events, please visit fellowshipashville.com kids and subscribe to our weekly email. If you have any questions about kids ministry or would like to serve once children's programs start back up, please email me at carol at fellowshipashville.com. Next, Megan Meadows will be sharing a bit about what relaunching will look like in our early childhood ministry. Hello, my name is Megan Meadows and I'm the early childhood coordinator here at Fellowship. In FK Junior, we want our kids to discover three basic truths. God made them, God loves them, and Jesus wants to be their friend forever. To help stay connected with our preschoolers, we've launched a virtual ministry called Mondays with Miss Megan. Every Monday at 10 a.m., we gather together on Zoom for games, a Bible story, and a craft. I'll mail out all the supplies you need to make this a win for mom and dad and fun for the littles. 
If you have preschoolers at home, I want to encourage you to register them through our website and join us. If Mondays don't work for you, we also offer at-home content for preschool families, complete with worship, a Bible story, and an activity you can do to help reinforce what they have learned. That link is shared each week in our FK Weekly email and can also be found on our website. Is there anything better than watching your kids discover how fearfully and wonderfully they are made? One more thing, when we return, we'll be ready for you. We love your wiggly and curious kiddos and we want them to be a part of our family. We'll have busy bags for them to help keep their little hands busy. We can't wait to see you soon. Andrew's up next sharing about our student ministry. Hey guys, my name is Andrew Neighbor, and I'm the Director of Student Ministry here at Fellowship Asheville. And I'm so excited uh, to be with you for a little bit this morning and share about um, student ministry and uh, my, my heart and passion for student ministry, as well as a little bit of our, our vision for what relaunching in-person meeting looks like. Now, we have been meeting uh, via Zoom since, you know, the very beginning in March. But, uh, and we will continue to meet via Zoom, but we are meeting in person starting October 25th. And that's something I'm super duper excited about. The goal of Fellowship Student Ministry is to prepare students for a lifelong walk with Jesus. What that means, what that looks like, uh, what my heart is for that is to see students take a deep dive into their faith and be able to make their faith their own. Um, can I tell you guys a story? When I was 11 years old, I was going to public school. It wasn't a whole lot of fun. I was being bullied, some different things. And so my parents decided to take me to a different church. It was at that church and in that youth group where I met Jesus. It is uh, there where I felt like uh, the student ministry there was a safe place. It, it was somewhere where I could be myself. I didn't wor have to worry about being someone else or or performing or, or, or doing something so that people would love and accept me because there people saw me as a child of God, as someone made in the image of God. And that was such uh, an incredible and impactful ex experience for me growing up. And so when I moved here uh, to Asheville about five years ago, I knew I, and I joined fellowship, I knew I wanted to volunteer with our student ministry. And so that's what I've been doing for the past five years. And y'all, the single uh, most fulfilling thing I did every single week was on Sunday nights leading a small group of, of middle school students. Uh, it was so much fun seeing them grow in their faith. Yes, be silly. Yes, do different things. But yet at the same time, uh, ask real questions and, and dive deep and, and, and talk about real important things. And right now, we actually have a couple opportunities uh, where you can come alongside us and, and volunteer with our students and, and help uh, be a role model to them. Be someone who models uh, what faith is and what faith looks like and, and lead them in a conversation. And y'all, if you're worried about being cool or, or being cool enough for the students, please don't. I am not a cool person by any means. And, and y'all, that is not something, especially with our students, that is just not something you have to worry about. Just 
be an honest, genuine person who loves Jesus, and they will see that, they will recognize that, and they will appreciate that. Uh, right now, we especially have a need uh, for uh, girls' small group leaders. So if you are interested in leading a small group, please let me know. Please email me at andrew at fellowshipashville.com. It is extraordinarily difficult to teach one message to an 11-year-old boy who's just starting middle school and a 17-year-old girl who is filling out college applications and looking towards her future and have it be equally impactful for both of them. So in order to address this tension, uh, one thing that I would love to see and love to be able to do is when we relaunch in, on October 25th is have two separate times of teaching. We would still come together for games, for worship, and by the way, if you're interested in um, helping lead our students in worship, we'd love to have you uh, help with that as well. Uh, but we'd love to be together for both of those and then have middle school students go to the FSM room and high school students stay in the sanctuary and, and have separate teaching time that is specifically and directly geared towards each of them. Uh, it will only be like once a month, once every six weeks. And if you are a member here at Fellowship Asheville and interested in serving uh, on that teaching team, serving and being a small group leader or helping out with worship, please, please let me know. Thanks. Uh, Amy is up next. All right. Now I want to talk to you about the Connections Ministry. Every Sunday is someone's first Sunday, and our heart is to provide a welcoming environment where the love of the gospel can be felt and also help you get connected to the church. This goes both for our virtual and in-person environments. In John 10, 3, John is talking about Jesus, and he says, The sheep hear my voice, and he calls his sheep by name and leads them out. Here at Fellowship, names are important to us. You are important to us because you matter to God. Since March, we know the names of over 200 visitors who have joined us online. This is in addition to those of you who already call Fellowship home, and it doesn't even count those joining us who we don't know. We know not all of these will continue joining us, and that's okay. I am simply humbled that the physical doors of the church building close, but you, the church, never did. We literally have people from all over the country and world joining us who now call Fellowship Asheville home. If you've joined us since March, go in and hit that like button on Facebook and tell us your name and where you're from in the online chat. We'd love to get to know you. Many of you have continued joining us because of the gospel that you've heard through the messages, but also through the biblical hospitality shown to you through our online chats during the service, through personal conversations, and through getting connected to a focus or growth group. For all of you joining us from all over the world, and also those of you here in Asheville area who are not ready to be back in person yet, this virtual ministry of streaming our online services is here to stay. We will continue streaming on Facebook, and later this fall, we hope to add live streaming to our website on Sunday mornings as well. For this virtual environment of biblical hospitality to continue, we need your help, and we have new opportunities to serve. We need online chat hosts as well as online chat prayer hosts. Currently, the staff is doing all of our online chats on Facebook, but we want to expand this team and provide an opportunity for those of you joining us at home to serve. For our in-person services, we'll provide the same environment of hospitality through members of our parking, greeting, and safety team with the addition of a new team of ushers. Teams will take temperatures, greet guests, and help people determine the best place to sit. 
If you'd like to learn more or be part of any of these teams, please email me, amy at fellowshipashville.com. We will continue to offer discovery events for those wanting to learn more about church and ways to get connected, both virtually and in person again. Our membership class is currently under construction as we're revamping that material as well. Our hope is to create a video for those of you that can watch at home, and then we'll meet together virtually or in person for the second part of that class. Dates for upcoming discovery events will be communicated soon, and we hope to offer our new membership class later this winter or at least early spring. Lastly, I want to talk about service. Here at Fellowship, we serve for the building up of others and the good of the city. Since March, you, Fellowship Asheville, have provided so much love and hope through food, toiletries, and face coverings, just to name a few things. Lives are literally being changed and hope is being felt here in the community and across the world because of your generosity. We've helped over 12 families who were identified by Oakley Elementary Social Worker since March with food and toiletries. Seven of those families we help on a consistent basis, meaning at least providing food every other week. Just in the last month, one more family has been added to receive consistent help. We will continue helping with food needs for as long as we're able. We will begin collecting food at our in-person services each week. And for those of you at home in Asheville, I plan to have some drop-off dates during the week for you too. And for all of us, I plan to have an online wish list so that you can have the option to order food online and have it shipped directly to us. More details to come and a list of ways you can help and items we're collecting can be found on our website. And if you're interested in being on that team to help deliver the food to those families, just email me. Guys, there's so many stories I'd love to share with you, but I'll share just one for time's sake. In April, I met a great-grandmother whose two great-grandchildren are in her care. She doesn't have any transportation of her own, and she relies on a friend to take her to grocery shopping on the weekends and to work on the weekends as she was able to keep her job as a nurse. With limited store hours, it was very difficult for her to get to the grocery store. And even when she could, her finances were still very limited. The first day I showed up at her house with groceries, she couldn't believe it. She was almost in tears knowing that a stranger would bring her groceries to her home. Our relationship has continued, and we'd see her about every other week. One day during the summer, I was delivering food, and she sat and cried when I showed up. She told me how she was losing hope in the world, but that day she knew God had sent angels through Fellowship Asheville to care for her and her family, and she could finally feel hope again. I told her she's loved, and the church is here to help in any way that we can. And now others on the team have met her and her great-grandchildren, and each time the gospel is shared through groceries and conversations. She, as we all do, have hard days and good days. But because of you, Fellowship Asheville, she is able to experience the gospel in ways she has never done before, and she has hope. So let's continue bringing hope to Asheville area. Each year, we have an event here called Serve Asheville in November, where we partner with other churches to take church out into the city of Asheville and the surrounding areas. The Serve Asheville event is a time of, in the year when we put an intentional emphasis on service to remind us all that serving others is an act of obedience to what Jesus commanded us to do in the book of John. So in John 13, 34 through 35, Jesus says, A new commandment I give you, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you are to love one another. By all of this, people will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. It would have been easy to say no this year. We're not doing Serve Asheville. But after praying about it and talking to other staff for our church, I believe we can still do it and have this event and do it safely. The city of Asheville needs to feel the love of the gospel through tangible acts of service. 
So yes, we will have a revamped Serve Asheville this year. All of those details aren't quite set yet, but here's what I'm thinking. Serve Asheville will occur over the course of 10 days and we'll have a worship service this year. For those of you that are new, in years past, we've not had a worship service because instead we would take the church out to the city that day. With this new revamp, we'll kick off Serve Asheville on Thursday, October 29th. That day, we will begin a 10-day of prayers where we will focus on one topic per day to pray together as a church for a city, nation, and world. So that Thursday evening, we will have an in-person worship service, and the filming of that service will be streamed online on Sunday morning, just as normal, because we want all of you to be a part of it. That Sunday morning on November 1st, we will have an in-person worship service at 9 o'clock, and my hope is to offer at least two larger in-person family-friendly services here in the Oakley area. There will be no Fellowship Kids Zoom party that morning, as we encourage families to serve together. There will be FSM that evening here in the building, as we will try to have a project for FSM students to do together on November 7th. Andrew's going to send you more details about that as we get closer to the date. If you're not comfortable doing an in-person service project, or if you live outside of the Asheville area, I want to encourage you to serve where you are and however you can. It's my hope to help us all learn how service can be integrated into our everyday lives. So be thinking, who's in your circle of influence that you can help out? What organization in your community could you help with? Who in your life needs encouragement? For those here in Asheville, I'm working with, a local or with different local organizations to identify ways we can help. And my goal is to make it as simple for you and as possible to make an immediate difference in the lives of the people in our community. This includes identifying projects that can be done at home with your family or in a small group. So be on the lookout for more details via our website and weekly email update. And lastly, I want to let you know what we're doing and will continue to do around the world. So one organization we partner with is Bold Hope. Each month, we financially support their ministry. And in July of this year, in addition to sponsoring Boblins, a nine-year-old boy, we are now also sponsoring a seven-year-old little girl from Haiti. Child sponsorships include food, education, medical help, and ultimately the gospel. Church, thank you so much for having a heart to serve. May we continue to be disciple-making disciples. Fred is up next to close us out. Well, I feel like Governor Cooper this thing off and on, but I'm glad uh, you have stayed with us through this. I hope that you have gotten to, to see and hear the heart of your staff here at Fellowship Asheville. As we have prayed through and, and, and sought wise counsel and experimented with what works and what doesn't work during this season, I, I don't want something to pass by. In March... This staff team had to completely scrap everything they were doing and launch something brand new. That, y'all, I want you to hear me, that takes a lot, and they did it. The, the team that you have serving you in this church is unlike any team I've ever worked with before, and I hope that you're as proud of them as I am. Because what they've done during this season is, is they have fulfilled the vision that we feel like God has given us as a church to create environments where life change has happened, where life change can happen. And what they did is they took what was used to be those environments and completely redid them. And I'm so proud of them, and I hope you are too. And one last little plug is about our groups. 
Our groups are a place where life change really can and does happen. And if you're not in one of our groups, I would strongly encourage you to join one. As of right now, there are seven groups that still have spots in them. If you want to be in a group and there's not a spot available or none of the groups that we have fit the time that you have, there is one group called Waiting List. Join that group and then as new groups emerge, I will let you know and maybe one of those will help. Church, I love you. And I love being the church with you. If you let me pray for us. Jesus, um, the stuff that we have laid out today and the things that we hope to do are all in your hands. Um, the scriptures are very clear that we make up our plans, but you direct our steps. And so, Father, I pray for us as a church that you would do that and that you would continue to direct our steps to your glory. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.